Hey, welcome to season six of the Captain Righteous Podcast, and today we're discussing my top five favorite crossovers. And before we get to that, we must discuss uh, the direction of the podcast and any updates towards it. Let's begin. So, uh, as I said before in the intro, um, I would like to talk about like the current direction of the podcast and like any possible updates towards it. Um, Direction-wise, it's kind of the same thing. I don't mind talking about pop culture things, like mostly movies, mostly like anime, um, cartoons, of course. You know, I'm a, a huge fan of cartoons. But depending on which cartoon we're talking about, you know, if it's like Ben 10 over, um, oh my God, what was that dumb show I hated back, uh, back on um, Cartoon Network? Um, excuse me. Um... Uncle Grandpa, I hated that show. I do not understand the appeal of it. Then sure, we could get into the debate, like, why was Uncle Grandpa was trash? Maybe that's an episode idea. Maybe. Um, besides the uh, topic ideas, I love to invite guests. Um, I I am constantly, like, my DMs is open. Like, you can, like, DM me. Hey, uh, Captain Righteous, I'm such and so, and I want to promote my music. My music's pretty much rap right it's it, if it's like um how to describe it like melody like like melody if that makes sense like yeah you're rapping but it's like on like a with a beat that has like a melody to it if that makes any sense sure I, i'll promote it you know i'll uh listen to a couple of tracks you got and i'll invite you over the podcast because the whole point is uh is for you to you know of course promote your art and also like have well my listeners like know about you like oh i'm such a so i'm from texas and my favorite fruit is an apple like i I don't know i can't really predict the future but you know i'll just uh make sure the the guests or any co-hosts i have on uh season six is comfortable with um any topic we're talking about because like i said i want to keep it light hard you know i want to keep it funny you know sometimes silly you know but you know let me uh before i continue you know, on season six, let me tell you this, uh, shout out to my, uh, co-host, uh, my special guest that stopped by season five, they really made, uh, the process a lot more interesting, you know, because don't get me wrong, I don't mind coming in, um, on my podcast to talk about, oh, you know, this recent stuff I'm into and blah, 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 but, you know, like, to have someone to bounce ideas off is very special, and again, don't be afraid to DM me on um, Instagram at captain underscore underscore righteous that is two underscores thank you um excuse me back on to uh season six of course i want to have more guests on this season not to um how i say this not for any cloud or some bs it's just if you have an idea if you have some like musical talent uh don't be afraid to hit me up of course um about any potential updates i'm like if you have like if you pay attention to my Instagram specifically um my recent Instagram uh the Captain Righteous podcast is the whole word um mostly uh I've been promoting like new uh cover art for the uh podcast. I know that's not important like the actual content is better but of course um I was trying to like think uh, I was trying to think of um how of how can I film for the uh podcast of course it's not like um 
I'm not comfortable showing my face. Like, if you go to my Instagram, you, you see, like, tons of pictures of me. Like, you could go from, like, the current picture I just took all the way back from, like, uh, senior year, sophomore year of high school, pretty much. But, no, um, I was really considering, I am still am considering, um, filming the podcast and shooting it on, uh, uh, YouTube, of course. But I don't have a camera at the moment. Like, at the moment, I'm pretty sure I said this in season five. I, I mostly do my podcast off my, um, my Android phone. And yes, I have an Android phone. So, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'm definitely, um, down for filming the podcast. Um, I was thinking about making it live at some point in time, but again, that's another technical issue, so I don't mind. Whatever I can, whatever I can do to make the, uh, podcast more appealing, like, oh, that's the Captain Righteous podcast. Let's see what Captain Righteous talked about today. What? He thinks Eddie is better than, uh, uh, my life as a teenage robot. I, I, I don't know. You know, just use your thoughts and imaginations, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh. Just mostly, like, what can I do for the podcast? What what should I do? What shouldn't I do? Like, I've been really going over my uh, past uh, podcast seasons. Like, for example, uh, like the Twin Paradox episode, which I love having, uh, which I loved having fun recording that. Um, uh, just mostly because it's like, like I get like good uh, ratings when it comes to um, talk about like my favorite cartoons, my favorite comic books. Uh, scientific stuff, which, like, I'm not, and let me tell you this, and I say this in every episode, I, I when I, what I do on, um, like, science topics, I'm no expert, this is from what I read, this is from what I researched, this is why I think it's interesting, blah, 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 and I got a whole bunch of views on the hentai episode, listen, <laughs> and this is not me judging for the, the listeners, but listen, like, it, it, and I always say this, if you want me if you want me to do more that weird content so I can like push people away but it's like hey can you talk about this and it's like oh god all right like we'll we'll, we'll, like I will have like um what is it uh adult discretion on it like hey if you're like under 18 just I I, like I can I don't see like high schoolers listening this was like this is mostly like a college oriented uh podcast if I uh if I can um no uh sure but it's mostly like what can like what like pretty much what they're like talking about and how can I um how could I promote it well if that make any sense. Like one day I could be talking about well like for example like my favorite cartoon crossovers in this episode. Another day I can talk about my favorite or my least favorite anime or, or something like a hot topic like oh I think this anime is trash. What? How could you say that? And it's like then we can get really into it you know but besides that it's just an exploration you know like it's pretty much um what do the listeners respond to versus what they don't respond to but um i'll discuss more of this towards the end of this episode but uh as usual let's chat let's get into uh my top five favorite crossovers cartoon crossovers i should say so the list is uh it goes from five to one so Number five is Phineas and Ferb Mission Marvel. Number four is Ben 10 Generator Rex Heroes United. Number five, I'm sorry, number three, Rugrats Go Wild. Number two, Johnny Bravo meets Scooby Doo. And number one, the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. 
Now, for honorable mentions, uh, the Simpsons guy, the Jensen's meet the Flintstones, Spider-Man, and the X-Men, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, and Toriko. So, why do I love crossover so much? And I'll explain my entries, but let me say this first. The reason why I love crossover so much, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before in an um, earlier episode of the podcast. The reason why I love podcasts, oh, sorry, well, I love podcasts, but I love crossovers because growing up, let me explain to something, um, to some viewers who may not grew up on a, um, on Cartoon Network, let's say that, right? Growing up on Cartoon Network, right? Like every time I watch a show or when they go back from commercial or they're going into commercials, it's always CN City. Now, I'm like, you're brief and you can Google this for yourself. And there's a lot of YouTube clips about like CN City. CN City is pretty much, think of Ed Ed Eddie interacting with Foster's Home Imagination, uh, Imaginary Friends, excuse me. Think of Samurai Jack interacting with Johnny Bravo, which they've done. Think of uh, um, Dexter's Laboratory interacting with, um, I'm trying to think of something, uh, maybe the Powerpuff Girls, right? It's pretty much every Cartoon Network property living in one city, you know, like, because it's so seamless. Like, imagine Samurai Jack while down the street, it says hi to um, the mayor from um, um, Powerpuff Girls. And I know to most people, oh, that sounds so fun. Like, it is, because, like, six-year-old me, that was the coolest shit ever. And let me tell you this. Six-year-old me was, like, t- it was in 2005. That was, like, three years before the first Iron Man movie. And, of course, that was, like, before the, the idea of the MCU was a thing, right? But... Like, imagine six-year-old me watching Endgame, six-year-old me watching Infinity War, six-year-old me watching the Avengers. That's that's how much I love those crossovers. Now, to actually talk about the cartoons aspect, where it's like, oh, this cartoon meets that cartoon, which is the Jimmy and Timmy Power Hour, because, like, it wasn't too different as in, like, um, oh, well, Jimmy Neutron is on one network, and Timmy, oh sorry, the Fairy Odd Parents is on another. Like, no, they're both Nick properties. It only makes sense to have them come together. Um, excuse me. As far as um Disney crossovers, most of those crossovers growing up was mostly live action. Like, for example, Sweet Life, um, That's a Raven. I think Hannah Montana was in that show. Yeah, I think. I, I could be wrong about that, but no, even with that, it goes to show, like, hey, you know. These shows take place in the same universe, same time frame. Like, I think in that episode, because it was on Sweet Life on Deck. I'm sorry, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Excuse me. In that episode of that season, I think um, Raven was, of course, out of high school. She was in college. Um, Hannah Montana, she was still in school. It was kind of like, it wasn't like too far ahead. It was just like, this is where the series either ended or is currently at at the moment. And again, like I said about seeing City, that it's just like like six year old. I forgot how old was I when I saw that episode. I was probably seven or eight. But when I saw the episode, I was losing my mind. Like, yes, Raven Simone, yes, Hannah Montana. And it's like it it's it fits so well. It wasn't like, oh well, this is out of place, that's out of place. It was so seamlessly, right? And and like I said before, this is before the MCU, this is before the worlds of DC, which it was called the DCEU, but called the dc uh the worlds of dc and i know one could argue with darius what about justice league or um well captain righteous but whatever right um captain 
the DC animated universe. And of course, like I said, I grew up on that too. Like seeing Batman and Green Lantern talking, that was that was dope. That was mind blowing, you know. But um, I say this, to, I say all this to say, growing up, crossovers is the coolest thing ever. And to tell you the truth, and I don't want the listeners to be thinking like, oh well. You know, if that's the case, let's cross this over and that over. There are bad crossovers. I'm not going to deny that. But it's just the timing of it for one. The popularity, like, oh, well, I like this character that much and like that character that much. Let's see them interact, you know? And three, it's like the, the like, how do they interact? Is it like some portal or some crap? Or um, what's the impact of it? Like, for example, another perfect crossover is Batman meeting the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Now it's a comic book. It was a comic book series that was short. It wasn't bad. It was I think it was one story. Or either way, it's a comic book, and they had a movie of it. Both did well. You know, it wasn't like why is it Batman? Batman thought did it. Like no one to me. This is what I seen. No one was complaining that Batman meet met the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but. I can see where people complain, like, how come we didn't get a sequel? Because, for example, like, I think in the, definitely in the comic books, it's like Batman, Damian Wayne, Robin, because he's the current Robin at the moment, and Batgirl only met the Teenage Mutant Turtles. Of course, you know, Alfred, too. But it's like, you would see, you know, you would think, oh, well, well what about uh, Dick Grayson, uh, Nightwing, you know, uh, Jason Todd as Red Hood, uh, Tim Drake as Brett Robin, because, like, low key, like, if you really, like, not think of it, like, too hard but like kind of like reach a little bit like Raphael and um a red hood would get along because they're they're the black sheet of the family you know they're kind of rough around the edges they don't really I mean they show mercy but they're more like punching the face than ask questions you know um I don't know if Nightwing would be the leader of the uh I want to say the Bat family but I don't know what they, like of the Robins because he was the first Robin so he will be cool with uh, Leonardo uh, Tim Drake is definitely going to be good friends with Dom Tello because they're both, they're both the brains of the Batman. But that doesn't mean Batman's dumb, Alfred's dumb. Like, when it comes to, like, ta- like tactical stuff, Tim Drake's the guy saying it with Dom Tello. Like, oh, Donnie, we're going to need something to fight the Shredder. I got it. I'm going to whip up a new invention. Like, that's, like, I feel like they're both kind of their speed. And when it comes to, um, Michelangelo and, um, Damian Wayne Robin, uh, I feel like with them too, it's like, okay, well, Mikey's fun loving and he likes to ha- hang out and, you know, eat pizza. Meanwhile, Damien's kind of like, we got to stop the criminal scum and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to punch and kick. And, you know, like he's like, cause and again, it, it never changed again, like in the comic books, animated movies, hopefully in live action. Like he's always kind of like, I got like, he was kind of a dick. You know, like, he's a good, he's a good guy, you know, but Damian Wayne's kind of, he's kind of a dick, like, he's not a bad person, just like, wow, like, you little, you know, like, way too much, you know, um, but this is a weird tangent, but that's what I mean, like, growing up, I lose my mind when I see crossovers, um, let me discuss the reason why I ordered my list the way I did. And why each entry means so much to me. Okay, so back again with number five, uh, Phoenix and Fur, Mission Marvel. Like I said before, um, Phoenix and Fur was one of my, if I can say, probably like my top ten top 
20 uh, Disney animations. Because, like, don't get me wrong, I love me some Phineas and Ferb. Like, it's a good show, but it's like, my top three Disney shows or cartoons, I should say, is Prowl Family, um, uh, House of Mouse, and, uh, I'm sorry, Brandy and Miss, Mr. Whiskers. Excuse me, I can't say that. It's not like to say, oh, well, the reason why Phoenix and Ferb is ranked low is because I don't care about it. Of course, I care about the show. But when it comes to, like, oh, Darius, what's that episode of Phoenix and Ferb? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just legit forget. Like, I remember episodes like uh, uh, how they built uh, Frankenstein. Um, I didn't see the new movie. That's that's crazy because the movie, the new movie that I think it came out either this year or last year. Uh, I didn't see that yet. You know, I got Disney Plus, so I should watch it right now. But I say this to say is that the show's good. You know, I do love their musical moments. I do love how um, Candace never catches them. You know, building things, and the mom always don't believe her, of course. Uh, but no, like I say this to say, like I think it's a good Disney show, and I'm happy they existed. Now to the crossover, it's pretty much like I said earlier about like taking something popular and mixing it with something popular, because it's not oh well, at that time. Like of course, Finney's the first so popular. Like, you can watch it on Disney Plus, especially the new movie I should be watching right now. But no, um. Phineas and Ferb and Marvel. Marvel, it wasn't like too late in MCU at that point in time. I think it was like around Endgame. Not Endgame, I'm sorry. Uh, Infinity War, maybe Age of Ultron, I want to say. Because it, it was definitely before... Um, how to say this? It was definitely before... Uh, WandaVision. Uh, pretty much like the start of the uh, Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. But... I watched the whole uh, event from start to finish because it was like a, I think it was a two-parter, I believe. Yeah, because um, I forgot basically the Marvel heroes and Marvel villains because I, I remember it was uh, Doc Ock, it was Venom, uh, of course, the Spider-Man, it was Captain America, it was Thor. I think, yeah, Iron Man was there, of course. And basically, they came from the Marvel Universe either by some accident or just to chase the villains around. And pretty much the whole crossover is pretty much Phoenix and Ferb helping the Marvel heroes to defeat Venom, defeat, um, I think, Doc, Doc, I think Doctor Doom was in that special too. But the point is, it's pretty much one of those things where it's like, it's not for the branding, it's just pretty much the recognition. Like, oh, you know Captain America? Cool. Captain America's, uh, uh, like, interacting with Phoenix and Ferb, which is pretty dope. Um, number four, Benton Generator Rex, uh, Heroes United. Excuse me. Um, let me say this first. Bantan is definitely, 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 definitely one of my favorite Cartoon Network shows. Shout out to Terry Strong. Shout out to Greg Sipes because, you know, Terry Strong played as Bantan and uh, Greg Sipes played as uh, Kevin Eleven, which he reprised his role in Alien Force and Ultimate Alien. Um, not, um, I don't think he was in Omniverse, because Omniverse, let me tell you this, and let me keep it very brief, and you know me, with the with the podcast, I always get into weird tangents, but Benton was good, I had a friend of mine, he said he did not, he did not like Alien Force, like, Alien Force to me was like, it was pretty much like a what if, not like a what if, like, it's canon, but it's kind of like, hey, we saw Benton when he was 10 years old, what if we saw Benton in his, like, teens, and his teens was pretty cool, you know, we got some uh, what was it, Swamp Fire, I love Swamp Fire, and, uh, Alien Force, and Ultimate Alien, 
I think that was kind of around the same time, but I think he was like 17 or 18 at that point. But Omniverse, because Omniverse, and, and, and I can't talk shit about a show that like I haven't watched and nor cared about. But if, like, and please tell me if I'm wrong, you know, for the listeners. Um, but Omniverse like took a step backwards because Ben was 10 years old again. Ben uh, was hanging out with this alien cop. Because I forgot, um, Grandpa, uh, what was his, Grandpa Tennyson? I, I forgot, his, uh, Grandpa Max, there you go. Grandpa Max, who he was a plumber. Not like a plumber like, you know, Mario. It was like an actual plumber, like, it was like a cold name for like an alien cop, pretty much. Like, he was an alien, but he's like a galactic cop, you know? Um, it was pretty much him and his cop going around solving adventures and whatever the hell then we got the ben 10 reboot and like i said i love tara strong she's dope it's not her like she does an excellent job for the reboot but it's like i don't and that's the thing though and please say i'm wrong i don't think the um reboot lasted that long because i'm I'm just saying this like i'm the type of guy and, and hear me out when i say reboots i know this is a tangent within a tangent within a tangent i apologize but no um if you reboot something, say say I reboot Marvel, right? I know Darius. How can you like not the comic books, but the movie? So WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, new Spider-Man movie. Oh, they'll you know they'll finish and be done, and I just reboot everything. I recast Tom Holland. I recast everybody, and it's like, why? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like that's a little too much. I mean, that's not a little too much. That's way too much, you know. But it's like, oh no no no. I'm rebooting it for money like that no because reboots should be like okay I love this franchise I love this character I want to give this show a second chance let me do it in a way where it's like okay originally it didn't work that way but in this version it works supremely well for example uh I know another tangible another tangible but CLAC 2020 versus 2021 CLAC 2020 was a 70s show it wasn't bad because you watched the original animation it wasn't good but it was the whole premise is pretty much like uh, underwater scientists saving wildlife, wildlife, excuse me, and that was pretty much it. It wasn't like super duper like like deep, but it was just kind of like the present up uh, at the present. It's kind of like the the um, how to say it's not present. It was the um, pretty much the mission goal of that of that original run. Now, Steel Light Twenty Twenty One, which is my favorite adult swim cartoon. It was pretty much like that, but they're so incompetent. Like, the only smart people in that show was Dr. Quinn, Black Debbie, and yes, her name is not Black Debbie. She's Debbie, but she's black. I know. Because you got Blonde Debbie, and then you got Black Debbie. Um, uh, uh, I miss Hesh. Hesh was dope. He was in that show, too. It's like, you know, like, we all know c 2021, but we don't really care for c 2020. But, sorry, let me go back go over all the way back um i love ben 10 you know i didn't care for the reboot i didn't care for omniverse and i love january rex and the idea of having those two meet up with each other i don't think here's the thing i don't think it was like by accident like i i figured generator generator excuse me generator x and uh ben 10 existed in the same universe in the same time and place and the idea was that oh well why not? Because I think the same person who made Ben 10 also made Generator X, and he figured, why not put those two, two, excuse me, put those two together, which was a good idea on his part, because 
like I wasn't like torn between I don't know if I like Ben 10 or I don't know if I like Generator X but it's like it's kind of like part of my stuttering it's kind of like okay if you like Generator X I'm pretty sure you'll like Ben 10 and vice versa where it's like you know both shows they didn't come out at the same time because Generator X if I'm correct it came out when I was in middle school and let me explain um, my middle school term middle school for me was 2010 going to 2013 um, well, like, not, like, exactly that year, because I, um, started Lakes, I moved out from, um, from Baltimore, then I started middle school, and when I ended middle school in 2013, which it was an awesome year, my niece was born that year, um, like, it was, it was pretty cool, like, Cartoon Network, like, this is, that was when Teen Titans Go, like, start, you know, airing on, um, Cartoon Network, but at that time, I think uh, Generator X was like maybe a, a, a year later ended or it was that year where it got canceled. But um, I say this to say Generator X was like popular for at least two to three years. I mean, I like the theme song to it, but it was like and to me, the show was good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I don't understand why they ended it like abruptly. I don't think it had like a good like a true ending like Generator, Generator X like was I, I can't really describe the end because I don't remember. I saw like every episode, but I don't remember like the final to the um to the series. Excuse me, the finale of the series. But um, pretty much, I forgot who, who was the villain in that crossover. But it was pretty much seeing Generator X showing off his powers to Ben Ten, and Generator X is like, "Whoa, you can turn to aliens!" And it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's like kind of fish out of water, but it's like you're learning more with each character, and and uh lo- like i feel like you're learning more about each character while enjoying their team up if that makes any sense um number three is is rugrats go wild and rugrats is like pretty much like pretty much excuse me pretty much like the rugrats kids not as like teenagers but like when they're toddlers or babies meeting the wild thornberries and if i'm correct i think the same person made both shows and it's pretty much, um, I think the parents, like, uh, I forgot their parents' name. Damn, um, what was Chucky's dad's name? I, I think basically all their parents, like, went to Africa or some shit, and something happened, or, or maybe they went to Africa and they met the wild thornberries, and they kind of, like, kind of, like, converged, like, oh, well, if you're traveling this place, let me go with you, like, let me go with you, excuse me. And um, I'm trying to make makes I'm trying to make it make sense because I remember this because like right in script I remember it was like yes I, I saw this special but I forgot how it started and I forgot how it ended. Excuse me. Um, I think uh, what's her name? I it is, and again notice it's been like years since I saw that special. It's been years since I watched Wild Thornberries and it's been years since I watched Rugrats. But um, I do remember the daughter, not the teenage one, the one with the um, braids, was talking to the babies. I'm correct. Um, the babies. Uh, I don't remember. Like, wasn't there like a snake in that um, event? But I forgot. And, and let me explain. From my memory, they were basically either lost in the. Um, uh, it wasn't a. I think it was a jungle, and they were working their way back to their parents. And, uh, was it Professor? Oh, no, Nigel, Nigel Thornberry. Uh, I think he went out looking for them. I'm trying to remember, and I, and my apologies to the listeners. But no, um, 
let me just say why I love this special. Uh, well, I love, you know, uh, the Wild Thornberries and the Rugrats. And I believe the same person who made both shows decided, like I said, with January X and uh, Ben 10, let's put them together. Let's see what happens, you know? And I appreciate that type of create that creativity because, pardon me, um, because like growing up, and I feel like girls do that too. Like, like me, I play with my um, my GI Joe toys, and I play with my Marvel or DC toys. Like, oh no, Snake Eyes is fighting Batman, or <laughs> Spider Man fighting Batman, or it's like two different concepts coming together, and you know. Let's see what's the result of it. And then, of course, like, when you play with action figures as a child, it's always your imagination. Like, like you could be, like, Spider-Man can be fighting crime or Spider-Man can be a sushi chef. Excuse me. That's a sushi. <laughs> sushi chef. Excuse me. Sushi chef. And it's weird because a child's imagination is limitless. Like, it could be anything. Really? Um, that's how I see with these um, crossovers. Nothing like, oh, it's childish. It doesn't make sense. God, no, I'm saying, like, it's creative, it's fun, it's light, you know, like, I, and I, I and I mean it's, like, deadass, like, and I say this on seasons, the season six premiere of my podcast, and when I have children, you know, I'm gonna sit them down, yeah, they can, like, they can, like, like, watch, like, current or future cartoons, but I swear to God, they have to at least watch an episode of Ed, Ed, Eddie, or Samurai Jack, or... Like, oh my god, those are timeless to me. Um, back when I was uh, saying, it was like, the same old, same old words, like, let's just see what, what happened when we put these two ideas together. To me, it went well. You know, it was a good crossover. Uh, number two is Johnny Bravo meets Scooby-Doo. And this is the one I can tell you, I saw this recently. Not this year, not last year, not the year before. That it was, um... Believe it or not, it was 2015 or 2014, and this is um, Cartoon Cartoon, if I believe. And Cartoon Cartoon, let me keep this brief. Cartoon Cartoon was pretty much a block of Cartoon Network, and they it, it was revived and it got canceled for some stupid reason. And the point is, uh, you can watch uh, uh, Cow and Chicken, you can watch Edit Eddie, you can watch any Cartoon Network show, you know, and for, unfortunately had Uncle Grandpa on them. Like, the fuck? But no, um, you can sit down, watch it, have fun, uh, uh, being nostalgic or whatever. And it was from 2014 to at least 15 or 16, 2016, because like 2012, I believe, uh, or maybe it was 2013, but 2012, I believe it was the 20th anniversary of, of Cartoon Network. And that's if I'm correct. And I remember the pro- uh, the promotions of it, like, oh, snap, it's Cartoon Network's 20th birthday. Look at Gumball talking to Tom and Jerry. Look at this character talking to that character. And like I said, I know, like, that's that's what I love, the crossover um, potential, but there was no crossovers that I know of. But, no, um, they decided to bring back Cartoon Cartoon, and Cartoon Cartoon was um, hosted by, um, um, what's his name, Brack from The Brack Show and Zorak. You know, it's pretty much them doing whatever while hosting Cartoon Cartoon, which to me, I loved it. I didn't have a problem with it. Moving on. So in one of those lineups uh, of the show, of the uh, block, it was an episode of Johnny Bravo and he's uh, meeting uh, Scooby-Doo. I remember I was watching it in one or two places, my sister room or my room. So I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, snap. It's uh, Johnny Bravo. What's going on? 
and uh, I think he was just like lost or some bullshit. And next, you know, you see a van pulling up to him. And next, you know, it was the mystery machine. So uh, I think Johnny Bravo was just like, uh, can I get a ride? And I think the entire special, because it was like a, a whole hour and a half. It was like a, a, it was an episode length of, you know, Johnny Bravo. And the whole episode, he was hitting on Velma. I think he was trying to hit on uh, Daphne. No, Daphne. He was hitting on Daphne. And I think Velma was hitting on him. And I think Fred was confused. Like, like what is this guy's deal? You know? And I forgot the villain they were um, fighting in that episode. But uh, to me, it was simple enough. You know, it was effective. Like, hey, you like Johnny Brothel? Yeah. You like Scooby? Yeah. There you go. You know? Um, and it, that's, it doesn't go to say that Johnny Bravo don't have any cool and exciting characters in his show or sending with Scooby-Doo because Scooby-Doo like and, and this is another show uh, a recent show I should say uh, I don't know if it's still going on or it ended it was called Guess Who Scooby-Doo and Guess Who Scooby-Doo is in the title like um, like in, I'm sorry in the series it's Scoo- the Scooby-Doo gang not just Scooby-Doo himself the Scooby-Doo gang is constantly working with other uh, characters, either like real life people, because I think Wanda Sykes, if you know who she is, uh, she's a comedian actress. Uh, she was, um, how to explain it? She was in um, Back in the Barnyard, I think in the movie, in the show, but I remember her in the show, love that series. Um, what else I can describe her? Like, just Google her. She's pretty funny. I like her, um, I like her acting in her comedy, but no, um, it was her, it was Ricky Gervais, like I said, love Ricky Gervais, he, uh, lent his voice as a dolphin in Family Guy, um, uh, I can't really describe it, like, he was, he's in the British version of The Office, like, if you don't know who's Ricky Gervais, I highly recommend you, um, watch his comedy clips on YouTube, you know, Google him, pretty much, um, he was in that show. He was uh, Batman was in the show. Wonder Woman was in that show. Like it's it was like celebrity cameo, superhero cameo. I, I didn't see. And, and you talk to a person who haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it's on Cartoon Network or Boomerang. But uh, moving on, of course, um, my number one favorite crossover, hands down, no bullshit, is the Jimmy Timmy Power Armor. Now it was two versions of it. Now, it was, like, two parts of it, if that makes sense. Uh, it was a part where Timmy went to the Jimmy Neutron universe, and it was a part where Jimmy Neutron went to the uh, Very Odd Parents universe. And I think for the first, and like I said, the uh, first crossover when Timmy went to uh, Jimmy's universe, uh, he was pretty much, the villain of that um, crossover was Professor Calamitous. Now, if you don't know who he is, he's, like, uh, he's the father of uh, Beautiful Gorgeous, yes, that's her name. Her name is Beautiful Gorgeous. Uh, she's like a super a super spy who um, steals informations, uh, uh, not information, excuse me, st- steal information and maybe inventions and give it to her father. And her father in turn will turn those inventions to like, like world, not world destroying, but like world, like, oh, I got this laser weapon. You, you don't want me to shoot it. You know, give me a whole bunch of money or whatever, right? Um, that was that first crossover, and the second crossover, uh, of, uh, Dr., not Dr., Mr. Crocker, there you go, uh, Timmy's, uh, teacher, he was the, uh, bad guy, 
and uh needs to say because i remember um he had like a a fairy proof armor yeah i think his armor was powered by fairies i believe uh and again this is like that's another crossover i haven't seen in years you know but yeah like the reason why i like i like those uh, like this specific crossover excuse me and the reason why i ranked it so high is because it's the nostalgic sake for of course it's the fact that like i said jimmy neutron timmy turner two different characters two different universes you know because watching jimmy neutron I, I, can i say cgi or not it's not it's definitely not 2d animation and you watch fairy all parents it's 2d animation meaning cgi and so you can see a cgi version of timmy turner while watch a seeing a 2d version of um um Jimmy Neutron, and funny enough, where it's like, yeah, you will, you, you know, they look exactly how you picture them in your head, but it's like in the Fairy Odd Parents universe, like Jimmy's known as the big head kid, like, <laughs> like still, even from his show, he's the big head kid, and Timmy Turner in his universe, you know, Jimmy Neutron's universe is the kid with the buck teeth, so nothing different, you know. Um, I do know uh, they're friends mingle with each other like chester and aj talk to carl and um sheen which funny enough they were in the fairy odd um fairy odd parents universe when they crossed over and i remember sydney uh having a crush on timmy yeah i remember that like because like i get it because i think she no no i'm thinking of um helga from um hey arnold but I think uh, she, yeah, yeah, Sydney fell for Timmy. And they never got together. It was just like, oh, that's that's cute. But uh, I say to say, this is why I love crossovers growing up. Because crossovers is like, oh, that character will never meet this character. Oh, that console will never meet this console. Like, there's tons of crossovers. And we're not just talking about um, cartoons or even movies. There's like Batman meeting the Predator. There's um there's a, a limited series Batman meeting Spawn. There's um uh, forgive me I'm just trying to think of other examples of crossovers. I did mention Batman meeting the Teenage Mutant Turtles, but that that's the that's the whole point, especially with comic books because it's the idea of like what if this character meeting that character? What if this character wasn't you know? And that that's what makes crossovers interesting. So you can watch it, read it, and it's like damn that's cool. Now I want to see more of this person's, um, not this person, but well, yeah, you can, you can, um, look up and, and read more of the writers, other, uh, uh, books he, they done, or, um, uh, just explore more of the character. Like if you never heard of Spawn and you read Spawn meets Batman or whatever, read Spawn or you, <laughs> let's just say for some reason, like, let's, let's be fair. Like you never care about Batman. You thought he was dumb. But you want to read more of this iteration like you, you like growing up you always thought batman was silly or some bullshit but you never read the dark knight you never watched batman v superman you never watched batman the anime series where he's like you know i am vengeance i am night i am batman like the, the you know kevin conroy batman you know and shout out to kevin conroy one of my favorite voice actors growing up but no um but that's the point i'm trying to make is with these crossovers like like it's limitless, you know. Uh, continuing forward, why uh, did these cus oh, sorry customers damn companies create these crossovers? Uh, mostly, and it depends if it's like creator driving, 
you know, like, hey guys, I have an awesome idea. Like, this is from Marvel. Let's just say this, right? What if Iron Man meets uh, the Fantastic Four? I read that, I'll watch that, whatever, whatever, right? Whether it's the live action movies or the TV shows, like cartoon shows, I should say, or comic books, I read that. It's not like the um, the Fantastic Four never heard of Iron Man. I mean, for God's sakes, I'm pretty sure Reed Richards and Tony Sucker uh, are good friends in the comic books, if I'm correct. But um, it's not to say, oh, let's get money from these characters. Let's just see how... How would Tony Stark work well with the Fantastic Four? I feel like they will mesh well, but it's kind of like, you got, well, three, because, like, Susan Storm is, like, the third smartest person on Earth. I think Reed's the smartest person on Earth. And then second to that is Doctor Doom. But, um, Reed, uh, not Reed Richard, but uh, Tony Stark and Reed Richards would be like, well, actually, you should have done this because it's like, it's like the battle of the wits. You know, they don't have to fight each other physically, but it's like, well, I'm smarter than you in this area because... You know, uh, like I said, I'll watch that. I love that. Um, it's that for creative reasons or maybe it's just money reasons. Because I'm not going to like sit here and say, well, they never done it before. No one really do that. Like like companies and like we can't forget companies are businesses, whether like they're selling food, whether they're selling entertainment, whether something that's like legal and feasible, like they don't sell feet. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to be weird, but you, you know what I'm, I hope the listeners know what I'm saying. It's like they're trying to they're trying to get you out to buy their stuff like Marvel. Like if we're not talking about the movies, the TV shows, games. Hey, would you buy a Marvel hoodie, which I done love that hoodie. Uh, would you buy a Spider-Man backpack? It's always a it's not in the evil way. It's always, hey, how can you support our brand? You know, Um I'm trying to think of a crossover that's like, it was like, obviously that was for money, but I can't really think of one that comes to mind. Because growing up, as I said before, I mentioned the live action crossovers and the cartoon crossovers, especially the um, honorable mentions. Most of them were like, you know, it would be a good idea. Let's do this. Let's do that. What if, you know, most of these what ifs is always, you know, like, for example, like I, a good reasons to have a crossover is um, the Jetsons meets the Flintstones. So pretty much the Jetsons went back in time to the prehistoric era while the uh, Flintstones went to the future, you know? And the reason why they made that is like, yeah, you know, it's an interesting concept for uh, for, for a fan's sake. And, you know, they were the top two, three, maybe five favorite cartoons created by Hanna-Barbera, which one of my favorite animation studios. It was the fact that it was a backdoor revival for the uh, Jensen's because I think the Jensen's came out 67 64 something if I'm correct and they kind of fell off sometime in the 70s and they figured because like the late 80s uh, this crossover came out was like 87 they figured maybe having them meet the Flintstones get them more interested because people <clears throat> excuse me because people don't forget about cartoons till like it's like not mentioned like for example like if I if I walk down the street and ask a random person, excuse me, miss, sir, or they, you know, uh, do you know Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, Jimmy Neutron. I grew up watching it, you know, because people naturally like I like to see the like the like the light of people's faces, whereas like they get so excited. No, 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 no. Like it's like me when I like like if someone asks me, uh, Captain Righteous, 
hey, what's your favorite cartoon growing up? Eddie, Eddie, no, dude, Eddie, 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 Eddie. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't talk like that, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love Eddie, Eddie. I can tell you all my favorite episodes. I can tell you all my favorite moments. I can tell you where, um, um, how I should say this, like, like specific moments that became like became memes. Like, um, I forgot. Um, it was the uh, memory episode. And uh, it was a part where uh, Ed, you know, he's the tall one with the shaved head. And uh, something happened and was like, oh, I bet you bet your sweet bippy I did. And it, like, I think double, WD, it was Eddie. He, he threw a whole bowling ball to that man's face. And someone memed that into like a, a porn scene. And it was a girl. Did you just come in me? You bet your sweet bippy I did. And so he just hit, hit the face bowling ball. I don't care that. I love that meme, but no, like, I get so excited to talk about Ed, Ed, Eddie, you know, but, um, that was an example, go back to, uh, Jetson meets the Flintstone, that was an example where it's like, well, we got these two well-known brands, one of these brands is kind of like, not dying off, it's kind of like being slowly f- forget, gotten, excuse me, so let's find a way to have it be relevant again, and I heard, I didn't see the crossover myself. But um, I heard the crossover was pretty good. You know, it wasn't super duper, uh, like, how do I say this? It? Like, super duper deep or super duper, like, reinventing. Like, cause we do know the Flintstones as a family that lived in the prehistoric era, while the Jetsons is a family that, that lives in the future, where people's, like, houses are on those, like, poles that goes always to space, pretty much. Um, I say this to say, Companies do like crossovers for creative reasons, but they do it for like maybe potential revivals, reboots, or financial gain. Because again, they're companies, so you have to understand. Um, how does crossovers impact our childhoods? This is just pretty much asking myself questions and definitely a question towards the audience. I think their impact is just to have kids watching their TV shows, especially, well, in the streaming service, yeah, I watch these shows on Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, uh, 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 HBO Max, part of my stuttering, of course, Amazon, but what I'm saying is, gone with those days, like, people still watch TV, I'm not gonna sit here and say, people don't watch the news, people don't watch football, soccer, basketball, of course, they watch it on TV, but it's kind of like, like, if, if, Part of my stuttering, I'm sorry. If this was 2005, right? 2005, me, I was six years old, and I'm coming home from my grandmother's house. I'm coming home from school. I'm coming home from the market with my mother. And it's like, oh, Ma, we gotta go home right now. Why? Because Eddie Eddie is on. Because Danny Phantom is on. Because Jimmy Neutron's on. Because insert any popular cartoon from the early to mid 2000s. It was on. It comes on at seven. It comes on at eight. It comes on at nine. Depending on you have cable, because you know, growing up, Nickelodeon had like uh, Nickelodeon one, Nickelodeon two, Teen Nick, Nicktoons, then Nick Sports, and um, I think that was it. And like, if you missed an episode of SpongeBob, it'll be like on. It's gonna be on Encore for uh, Nick two, because Nick two, because Nick was supposed to be for, well, in my point of view. The first channel was on, like on the East Coast. The uh, second Nick was on the West Coast, and it's not like the East Coast and the West Coast have the same time because we got Eastern, uh, the Eastern, Eastern United States, like our time frame, you know. And they got the West Coast. I I, I can't. I don't know how it works because like right now it's like 
like recording it, I, I recorded this at like 150 something. It's not like going on to two o'clock. No, I'm sorry, going to three o'clock. So it might be 12 o'clock over there. If I'm wrong, let me know to uh, any listeners from the West Coast. But um, no, basically, you just stop what you're doing and go watch those shows in the streaming service area. Like, oh, it's a new episode of Stranger Things. I watch tomorrow. I watch the next day. I watch it when I get home. It's always, or you can watch while on the train, plane, uh, 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 bus, or whatever. It's always you watch it when you go, and it's nothing bad with that. But it's like, you know, but I say to say, um, crossovers to me made everything possible. You know, like watching Sin City, watching Johnny Bravo meet the uh, Scooby Doo gang, watching the DC uh, AU, the animated universe, like Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Static Shock. Because Static Shot had episodes where Static Shot met the Green Lantern, Static Shot meets Batman, Static Shot meets the Justice League. And to me, I ate those up. I love that. But it goes to show, because within those universes, it's not just Static Shot. He's the only hero in gear. Of course not. He's Well, originally, he's a Dakota Universe character, because, you know, there's a big difference between Dakota, the, sorry, the Dakota Universe comic books and the DC Universe comic books, I think. Uh, Static still part of DC, of course, but uh, recently, and for any fans of Static Shock, like like myself, he is getting a uh, movie, so uh, I'm 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 down for that. And Michael B. Jordan is a producer of that, so I'm 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 all for it. Um, I have another question to maybe possibly end this episode. Uh, could there be future crossovers regarding with like cartoon shows? Um, I want to say yes, but no, because, like, this is my memory, uh, last Cartoon Network crossover was Steven Universe and Uncle Grandpa, which, I don't give a shit, I, I don't care, Darius, let it go, like, oh, that shit was just dumb, really, like, what kind of bullshit was that, I mean, I know, I'm, I'm coming from a place where it's like, I love Steven Universe, but I hate Uncle Grandpa, and growing up, please understand this, I love two things that mix well, like chocolate, peanut butter. And if you don't eat peanut butter, my apologies, you know, chocolate, peanut butter, uh, um, pie, ice cream, um, cookies and milk, you know, like something that makes sense. Now, if you if you come up with some like like some crazy ass um, um, combinations like like milk and ketchup or. Uh, mustard and, and cereal, like something where it's like you must be a madman. Like you, you are crazier than a Joker. Like Joker will look at you like, damn, I know, I'll like I'm crazy, but you're crazy. <laughs> but no, like seriously, like, like it's not like oh that was the the death of cartoon crossovers, of course not. But it's like that's an example where it's like if it's feasible, do it, and if it's creative, do it. But I feel like. Maybe there was some amount of create uh, creativity to it. I'm not saying I saw the crossover for myself. I just did not like it. I did not like the Uncle Grandpa aspect of it. Now, had it been like Steven Universe and Adventure Time or some shit, you you bet your ass I watch it and I love it. But um, no, um, as I was saying, I looked at it and it was just like just wasteful. Oh no, that's not fair because I feel like it's that and Teen Titans Go and um, the rebooted Powerpuff Girls. Now. I can see now from a like from a stance where it's like these are not the most hated reboots because no one liked Teen. Oh, I like Teen Titans Go, but they didn't like the idea of that. They didn't want it. They wanted the original series to come back, and again, I do too. But um, it was 
Teen Titans Go and Powerpuff Girls, which same kind of thing, but um, they had different voice actresses. And to the voice actresses who played the um, rebooted um, Powerpuff Girls, they did a good job. You know, I felt like their performances were strong, you know, but it's kind of like, well, damn, what about Tara Strong? What about the other voice actresses? And again, like, I felt like um, they, they like accepted it, of course, but it's like, well, damn, like they were so ready of coming back, but it was like, nah, we're just going to completely recast you do this differently. They took out Miss Bellum and then they felt, I forgot uh, what was the reason they thought Miss Bellum um, presence in that show was kind of like. Uh, to paraphrase, and this is just me, how I see it, it was kind of like detrimental because I, I, like, I guess um, she was too sexy or whatever. Because growing up, like, I wasn't, I didn't care about how Miss um, Bellum was, because she's thick, you know, if I show you a cartoon of her, like, like she's thick. But I always wondered, like, what does she look like? Maybe she's showing her face once, maybe, but it's like, is she like, is she like a tall woman with like one eye or some shit? Like, what's her deal, you know? But, so like that right there, me explaining the reboot of Powerpuff Girls doesn't sound enticing, and me explain—I uh, didn't explain. My apologies. Explaining the reboot of the show, it's not—not not the reboot. I'm sorry, the crossover. It's like it was—I saw it again first from the start to end. It was okay. I mean, I, it felt a little, eh, you know, because like ideally, like you know, I love Powerpuff Girls, and I, I mean, let me talk. I, I might, I, I might say f this and make a whole episode dedicated to boys and, and particularly like adult oriented shows like totally spies uh pop-up girls and whatever right but like like in practice that sounds cool like original pop-up girls meaning original teen titans i watched that like the teen titans will be like well who's these little girls and these little girls like we're superheroes and i can see where it's like well we're teenagers but you guys are a little too young to be fighting crime but you know i, I like to see that but needs to say that was a terrible crossover, you know. It's just, of course, there'll be future crossovers, but they have to be done. They have to be um, written well. They have to have some type of impact. Whereas, like, and they're not like the character. Some character die in a crossover, and you'll never see. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's say um, Family Guy, right? Like, oh, Peter died, so Peter's dead officially. Like, no, it's just. It has to be something that's like satisfying for the viewer while being like not being satisfied, but while satisfying the creator, they don't come in. I have to make a, a King of the Hill and Archer crossover. Oh my god, this is stupid. Like, you don't they don't feel that way. They're just like, yes, let me, you know, write this script. Let me let me talk to the voice actor. Let me talk to the animators. That's like pack not like pack it too much with Easter eggs, but like let's have fun with this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that was pretty much my thoughts and feelings on cartoon crossovers and my top five uh, favorite uh, cartoon crossovers. And I promise the listeners uh, who are who's listening this far into the podcast um, about further details about where I want to uh, take the podcast. And I'm, I'm gonna make it quick because I feel like I talked too much and I, I got in too many uh, tangents on the uh, podcast. But um. No, what I'm trying to say is uh, I wanted to uh, promote the podcast differently, where it's like, not like I'm coming off as a totally different person, but where it's like, oh, that's Captain Righteous. Like, because most people who follow me on Instagram are like friends from high school, uh, excuse me, high school, friends from uh, middle school, friends from college, 
uh, definitely my family members, and most of them, I love you guys, thank you for uh, support, but most of them um, um, would like to see it, um, not the topics, but want to see like more notifications about it, like more me talking about it, I, I feel like I talk about it enough on my social media, but um, maybe do a weekly like public announcement or something where it's like, hey, a new episode of the Captain Rangers podcast, be sure to DM me if you're interested in being a guest of the podcast. And, you know, something where it's like, it's not like me shoving the podcast down your throat. It's me, hey, I have a podcast, like I said in season one, hey, I have a podcast, maybe check it out. Maybe you find something you like, you know? Uh, besides the uh, promotional aspect of it, I'm definitely going to record the episodes. And I just don't have a camera. I don't have a proper setup doing it. But knowing me, I'll find a way and I'll try to make it um, manageable. Um, as far as in uh, updates or um, episode ideas, same old, same old. Uh, mostly cartoon oriented. Mostly nostalgia. Mostly, mostly like pop culture where it's like I can talk about it. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do next episode. But I will tell you um, it's, it's comic book related, but it's not. So I'm, I'm going to say that then and I'll uh, uh, release it Friday. Uh, but besides that, I'm happy to make it to season six. Um, I'm happy to have support, especially family members and friends patting me on the back. Hey, you know, pull me to the side. Give me um, good advice for like specific episodes. But, you know, I say this to say season six will hopefully be better than season five. Whereas like, I have more guests. I have more topics to talk about and more reasons for newer listeners to check out the captain rights podcast now you can follow me on twitter at on uh cap righteous is c-a-p-t and r-i-g-h-t-e-o-u-s cap righteous on twitter follow me on instagram at uh captain underscore underscore righteous that's two underscores for you and uh uh i i would say snapchat but i kind of just like deleted it it just got I don't know, it just got kind of boring to me and just the same old, same old streaks and whatever. But uh, much appreciated. Uh, thank you for listening. And hey, welcome to the Captain Righteous podcast. See ya.